This show is brought to you in part by Temple Sporting Goods, powered by AdCraft. For more information on creating great gear for your team, contact them at 563-243-1304 or at templesports.com. Hey, NAIA football fans. We are here with Coach Jasper from Bethel College, or Bethel University, my bad coach. And uh, you guys, Coach, you had a great 2018 you guys come into 2019 reload a little bit. And looking at your schedule, Coach, you guys have a ridiculous schedule. You guys start off with FCS Lamar, who is out in Texas, who is no slouch for Division One FCS. Um, you guys play the physical ball game with them. And then, to my opinion, Coach, that Mid-South Bluegrass Conference is one of the toughest in the nation. Can you just talk about maybe the 2019 season a little bit and what what you guys are going to use to grow from that? Absolutely. Um, obviously, it wasn't the outcome we wanted, but there's always only one happy team at the end of every season. Um, but uh, I'll speak a little bit about our division of Louisville. I believe it's the SEC of, of NAI football, man. It's that full of really good coaches. Uh, and, and some really talented players, man, and great programs all put together. Uh, and it's competitive. I mean, it, it, it literally, I feel um, each and every season um, that you know, there, there's some perennial powerhouses. And you know, it's a toss-up. Who, who's going to be on? Um, you know, who won the recruiting game? Uh, who's got the, the depth? Who's got the, uh, the, the maturity and some rising seniors? And that's usually who's the biggest division. I mean, you got Coach Cronin over at Georgetown, who, you know, when we played back in the day, they were always, you know, rocking and rolling. You got Coach Oliver, who has built a, a phenomenal program over there at uh, Lindsey Wilson. And then you got Coach Rocker. And, and the wonderful things they're doing at University of Cumberland, you know, it's, it's one of those deals where those, those guys are my competitors, those guys are my adversaries, but I have the utmost respect for the number of the program here, you know. But if someone's up here, especially, uh, coming out of that 2018 season, uh, what Brent came in and we built together as a staff, uh, was, was amazing. Uh, but we also, to go with that, we had some guys who kind of been through the fire, so to speak, you know what I mean? Um, that 2017 season was a business. And those guys didn't want to have that anymore. And uh, we lost some really great leadership out of that 2018 class. Um, so I guess what, what I see us, what are we going to take out of 2019? Uh, and I think it's just going to be the growth. Um, we broke our season down in the quarters. And that first quarter, you know, we started off kind of hot. You know, we lost to Lamar. We answered, we answered well. Um, but what really hurt us is when Lindsey Wilson came in and they kicked us to the feet. And our guys have never experienced that before. And uh, the way they battled, uh, we slid. We slid hard. We lost stuff on the Cumberland. I know the tie ball. We had to lead most of the game. The tie ball game going into the fourth. Uh, we were in that ball game. And, you know, we're a playoff team, I, I feel like. So um, that, was, that was a tough one to take. And, um, these kids really just sort of answered the bell for me in practice. And uh, they, they, so far this offseason, we were able to get a little bit of spring ball in. And the way these kids grew up this season, um, I'm blessed and honored to be their coach, man. I'm excited to see what we do in 2020. 
Coach, I absolutely agree with you there. Um, you know, one thing for our listeners, they don't know, um, unless they listened to our show last year, you are a Bethel alum. You've been there. You've done that. You know every in and out of that school. You are a big part of that program from when you played, um, when you got drafted by the Bills. You know, you're still remembered in Buffalo. I, you know, it's funny. I, I see Twitter posts all the time in the off season when they're going through different players with different numbers. And your number always comes up in the off season on Twitter. I, I think that's just the coolest thing. Uh, but, you know, talk to me about, like, what it means to you just coaching your alma mater, like, just – how special is that to you that you're at that point in your career where you're you're basically home? Oh man, it it it's it a dream come true. Uh, I'm truly blessed. Uh, a lot of people, well, a lot of people know my testimony, and, and, and some don't. Um, but but Bethel literally saved my life. I, I, I transferred to Bethel. Um, I started off at University of Tennessee at Martin and was a, 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 a contributing player uh, my freshman year on defensive line and. In 2006, when we won the OGC championship, on was that right tackle. And, uh, I, you know, it was, a, it was a period of my life where I wasn't, I wasn't on the right path. And I decided to make a transfer to Middle Tennessee State. And uh, when I went there, things kind of really hit rock bottom. And that uh, was the only place that would touch me. Um, and they gave me opportunities. So, uh, I, I had to sit out and do the transfer in uh, 2007 season at Middle Tennessee State. And then I came to 2000, uh, in 2008, I came to Bethel, and that was, that was two years of my, my life. And I, you know, I, I had no football technically. Uh, I wasn't able to play on the field, but um, the people here at Bethel, the community of McKenzie, took me in with open arms and, and showed me a different way of living life and, uh, and, and how to go about things. And kind of when I let go and let God and, and put my team first, man, it really, really blessed me, man. My, my steps began to become ordered. Um, and it, it, I have a look back since, man. McKenzie will always be my homeless. Coach, I absolutely love that testimony. I've heard it before, and uh, I'm hoping that our listeners get something from that, that just, you know, that your time is coming if you're still seeking for it. Um, you know, one thing that, you know, we've been following Bethel over the years, past couple of years since we started in AIF ball, and, uh, you know, me being from Florida, um, I'm a big Florida guy. You guys actually have a lot of Florida kids on your roster. Um, let me ask you, Coach uh, Jacoby Reddick, is he coming back for his senior year? Um, he's a great, he's a great return guy, an X factor there. He's fun to watch on film. Uh, yeah, Jacoby, man, I love that kid. Uh, like he's like a favorite brother to me. Um, and when I talk about that growth, he's, he's kind of one of those guys who, when he got here, you know, was, was kind of bad, and we. One and then to, to feel like we didn't have the year we should have last year, and to see him grow into a physical and vocal leader, I'm so proud of that kid, and uh, he's got a bright future ahead of him. I, I'll go ahead and say that now. Um, there's several teams excited about him. He's electric when he has the ball in his hand, and the sky's the, the limit, man. I, I can't wait to see what he does when we get back. Coach, and then another offensive skill player I want to get to. He's a Tennessee boy. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's been running the rock for you guys the past couple of years, and um, you, you guys really like to attack that line of scrimmage. But Deontay Tate, coming into his senior year, he has uh, some uh, young hogs that are going to be blocking for him this year. I, I believe, if I got it right, you guys don't have many upperclassmen going to be on that offensive line this year. 
Uh, just tell me about maybe the relationship between Deontay and his linemen. Maybe uh, just because I know we didn't get the spring in this year, but uh, just how, how excited are you for your running game this year? I know that's a big part of your identity. Deontay's been one of those guys who came in, you know, he kind of sat behind uh, Ted Davis a little bit and was a role guy. Um, and then last year, you know, in 2018, took on a bigger role. And then last year, obviously, was our guy. Uh, and, and the way he's been working, I mean, the guy's out there, he doesn't have a waist that he's out there with spin up a lot, getting it in. That's the type of kid he is. He's not going to sit around and, and waste his opportunity to really focus and get better. And I think, you know, he's, he's an underrated guy. Uh, he watched his play. And the, way he, the way he runs the ball, he, he's angry. He runs very angry. And, uh, you know, a lot of kids don't have that, that kind of get back when it comes to just sacrificing your body and, and just trying to get those extra yards. And um, this offseason, like I said, we were pure blessed to get about a week and a half um, of spring practices in. And we had done some OTAs prior to that. And he is clearly taking the next step. And uh, another guy that I'm excited to see when we get back, um, where he really takes it, because uh, he's got a lot of fun, untapped potential, and I'm excited about it. Uh, his relationship with the line is actually going to be relatively good. It's going to be, when I run through there, it's going to be phenomenal. We're, we're still kind of young, but we've got some more experience. So Mike McClain, uh, our, our left tackle, our right tackle, excuse me, is coming back. Um, he'll be a senior. He was a transfer in uh, from the JUCO. And then we got, uh, you know, Cole Lyles, who, was, who started as a true freshman. He'll be a true junior. Uh, Trace Pierce, uh, our left guard, he'll be a, um, a red shirt uh, senior. Um, and then uh, Tyler McCoy will be a true junior. Um, so we got, you know, like I said, a lot of that growing up, um, we had some kids that, uh, that are really uh, uh, taking on that path of, hey, I'm, I'm not a freshman, I'm not a sophomore anymore, and if I am, it really doesn't matter um, because I've been playing for two years and it's time to get going. Coach, let me ask you about Coach Hutchings. He's an intense guy over there. What's like? What's practice like with him when you guys maybe go one-on-ones and stuff like that? Oh, it, it, it's exciting. I mean, you know, Hutchings, it's, it's me being a former O-line guy, and, uh, and then, you know, really uh, uh, embracing that, that play and that hard stone and toughness of the O-line. Man, uh, you said it. I, I don't, there's not a better word to describe Coach Hutchins uh, than the word intent. Um, so it gets pretty rowdy sometimes. And me and him, we'll, we'll chirp at each other a little bit. Or, if, you know, I, I'll be coaching and working with D-line. And as an O-line, I'm going to watch somebody out. And I get excited and he gets excited. And, before you know it, we're all jumping around, running around. Um, but he brings a lot of energy uh, to that room. Um, he holds those guys to an extremely high uh, standard. So very Pygmalion in his approach, uh, which is why we really, love him and I trust him to do his job. And that's what he does every day. Uh, he comes in and he pushes those guys uh, to their absolute limits. And uh, I, I look forward to seeing that if we got a little a little bit more development in those guys to see what we do. Coach, the next question, something you might not care about. I know some coaches don't care about uniform-ass stuff, but, uh, you know, a big change from you guys coming out in the yellow. What what, what made that happen? Just just a change or what? Yeah, I, I mean, it, it was something that, um, um, you know, 
I think the kids, the kids, it was something I wanted to do to get the kids excited, um, to kind of step away. Um, our, 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 we went through a rebranding here at Bethel University, and technically, our, you know, the old Golden Domer approach that we used to have is not technically our school color. It's the Laker yellow. Um, so I wanted to kind of incorporate it. We, we kind of started incorporating it in the 2018 uniforms. Um, but once I saw that, I was like, hey, why not? You know, let's do a color rush um, and, and see how it turns out, man. And I think it turned out really good. And uh, uh, the uniforms, we got the big surprise coming for our homecoming game. So I'm really excited about that. I, I'm excited for that. Now, Coach, you know, every program from Division One FBS um, to D3 and everybody else, you know, does like, um, you know, recruits putting on the jerseys. How excited are those kids to put on those jerseys that just pop? Oh, they're fired up. And these kids these days, they're, it, it, it's everything, man. This generation's different. Back when I was coming out uh, in 2004, taking recruiting, I wasn't, I didn't get flipped, you know. Right. I remember taking coaches' hands, taking pictures, you know. I'm absolutely with that, especially if you want the kids to come. Now, looking ahead to 2020, um, you know, you guys start off with, uh, you know, St. Andrews out in North Carolina, who's in the Appalachian, uh, Delta State, who's out in Mississippi. Um, you know, then you got your bye week pretty early, and then you got St. Thomas. You guys got to make the long trip back, to, or no, excuse me, you guys host them, St. Thomas of Florida Memorial. I'm sure you are ecstatic about that. Um, <laughs> Is, so let me ask you, Coach, this is the second straight year I've noticed that Bethel scheduled up in divisions, quote-unquote, which, you know, to me, NAI and Delta State, there's no difference. But um, is that a trend that's going to continue with Bethel, um, you know, scheduling up guys in division and get that extra game in? Absolutely. Um, I, I enjoy them. Um, our kids enjoy them. Um, and I'm, I'm the type of guy, I mean, I'm going to ride or die with my guys against nobody, or against anybody. Um, there's nobody we're afraid to play, um, obviously. And we're not going to schedule an FCC team because I want to make sure the kids come out and look at the uh, FCS and the level out. And I love it. And the atmosphere, um, and those kids work hard and they deserve that type of atmosphere. And those games also, like you said, they prepare us for, I mean, I'm not, you know, I, I'd rather play some of the D2s and 1AA's over, over playing Lindsey Wilson and Cumberland's and Georgetown back to back to back. You know what I'm saying? So, Absolutely. Uh, it's a really good test for us uh, before we get into our position play. Coach, I absolutely love to hear it. One, because it brings in a little bit of extra money for your program. Two, um, if you 
to me, if you really care about your kids, I'd love that you give them that opportunity. Um, you know, every kid, you know, dreams of playing up and playing that type of team. And it just makes you battle tested for that tough bluegrass division, in those playoffs. And now, coach, I know you got stuff you got to get to. So here is my final question. Um, you know, with all just the uncertainty in the world right now and, uh, you know, with just the uh, adversity that's going on, um, if everything went well and, uh, you know, guys are allowed to come back in regular time and NAI for most of us, um, that's, I, I'm assuming late July, if it's still the same, you know, that last week of July, maybe your freshman guys come in and everybody else comes in after them, um, you know, say that's cutting short, maybe you get only three weeks of preparation. Do you think you guys could be ready in three weeks? Absolutely. Um, you got you to be able to adapt to it, and, uh, and, you know, I'll tell you, my time in the NFL uh, kind of uh, helped form my opinion on this field. So, first of all, in AI, at NFL, you know, you can't always afford to bring your kids back off some of the long half years. same opportunity as everyone else just show up and uh you know it's, it's good to hear that you know from guys we've talked to um you know if the season if you only get short notice the nai is going to be there and ready i know the big boys are fussing about it but like you said um nfl game you know your rookie season you were in and out three weeks ready to go and i think most nai guys can go out and do that we are excited for this season coach jasper from Bethel University. I appreciate you for joining us tonight, and I hope you have a blessed night, and we're looking forward to your 2020 season. Our tw yeah, 2020 season. I appreciate it, Tom. Always a pleasure to talk to you guys. Yes, sir. Take care, Coach. All right. God bless, man. God bless. Hey, guys. Corey here. 
If you enjoy our show and the coverage of small college football we provide, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash NAIFball. In doing so, you help support small college football media coverage. For the next 20 or so $3 patrons, we will send you a limited edition holographic NAIF ball sticker. These are gorgeous, and we only have a limited amount to send out. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash NAIF ball and become a patron today.